The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Happy Christmas Eve to you listeners who celebrate the holiday, either in a religious or a commercial form. And we have a got a timeless holiday classic to discuss. But first, let me welcome back to the show author and perhaps my podcast's greatest gift of all, Greg Magoon. Hello. I'm back He's for back. music fun. Chris, yes. Music. Uh, <laughs> so Eight Days of Christmas was the lead single from 2001's fourth and penultimate studio album of the same name from Destiny's Child. The group also released their Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer rendition as a single, and the album was certified platinum selling over a million copies. Though, this song's first appearance was on a deluxe edition of their debut album, The Writings on the Wall, a year prior, as well as the B-side for the single for Independent Women Part 1 from that was on the Charlie's Angels soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, they did some other Christmas songs. Uh, appearing on that are uh, Silent Night, Little Drummer Boy, White Christmas, Do You Hear What I Hear, A Holy Night, and uh, Opera of the Bells. Uh, Greg, have you are you familiar with these Destiny's Child Christmas tunes? I know I listened to them back back when they first like came out. I was a huge Destiny's Child fan. I actually, when um their Survivor album came out, I was was I even a preteen? When did that album even come out? Like I was just to like two thousand. It was no? it was Two? around this time. Yeah. Like- I was in high school. I had to have been because I went to our local um, like music store at midnight for that CD to like buy it in line. Wow. Like I waited in line to get that CD of like their Survivor thing. So I was um, I was definitely a Destiny's Child like super fan back in the day, and then that kind of like faded over time. But at the time, two thousand one, yeah. So so yeah, I was a freshman in high school definitely yeah i vividly remember waiting it was like there's little music it's not there anymore obviously but um i say obviously like people know my town <laughs> it was right off the corner of indian hill and arrow i think um anyway uh so yeah i waited in line at midnight for that album so this came out then after well technically the song would have come out at like around the same time ish mm-hmm. because of it was a movie so yes um i heard the song back then um didn't remember it until you like brought it up and this music video is so ridiculous. It just <laughs> cracks me up because what they are saying and what they are doing, the juxtaposition of the two things, like the contrast is so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It just is hilarious. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like, um, before we dive into it, I have a, a general music question for you because okay. I thought about this. My brain goes in these weird places. Uh, does a Christmas album count in your album canon? Is it a sidestep or an offshoot, or is it to be considered your direct follow-up to a previous effort? Take with it all the artistic merit as you would full originals. Like this is the direction we went. This is like, where does the Christmas album just 
sit on the outskirts as a thing, or is it because they called it when I was looking and researching the fourth uh, album by uh-oh. Destiny's Child? But I'm like, is it the fourth? Because people skip the Christmas albums, not everyone's jumping in. But we're like, That's well, if I'm, I'm going to listen to them all in order. Do you go to the Christmas album? Like, does it count? Like, I mean, for the studio albums, like it's it's real weird because it's a bunch of covers, like a cover album, a couple originals. I'm just trying to think I mean, of that. Like, how do people view that? I mean, it's a seasonal thing. So I don't, I mean, like going like to like my queen of life, Kelly Clarkson, who just released a new Christmas album. That's her second Christmas album. But I don't think, I mean, I wouldn't put her two Christmas albums in her list of like, albums i would like list off all of her like albums yes, and yeah. say she also has wrapped in red and now christmas is coming like her new album so i would treat them as like i wouldn't go like in order unless somebody like specifically asked me like name her albums in order but then mm-hmm. i would still like still put a little asterisk being like well she did this one and then she ended up doing a christmas one here but then her next album came at blah 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 so I would, I would, I would kind of put it as a little like asterisk in the timeline as something that existed in there, but I would treat it as like a subset because I don't, I mean, I don't really listen to Kelly Clarkson's Christmas albums mm-hmm. or Celine Dion's Christmas album until like seasonal times. So Destiny's Child would be in the same vein, I think, for me. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I'm just. Yeah, I was just like I was thinking about that. I'm like, it's a, it's, a, it's a weird space that it takes up. But um, yeah. um, so uh, so it's uh, the song is based on Twelve Days of Christmas, but it's eight days like Hanukkah, but it never mentions Hanukkah. It's all Christmas stuff. Yeah. Um, this. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's like the only lyric in the whole thing. Really, it's like Christmas. Right. It feels like Christmas. <laughs> Doesn't it feel like Christmas? Or maybe they're trying to say, hey, folks, Hanukkah feels like Christmas, too, but they didn't get the message across so well. Maybe that's... I mean, in the video, there's there's no, like, allusion to, like, alluding to that at all, either. It's just them and their, their various um, kind of... Scan, not even scandalous. They're just kind of sexy Santa costumes. <laughs> I mean, like, yes. in just wild fashion of, like, having the three like separate but same looks um but they're all like variations of the santa costume so well they 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 lock up a store that looks like a disney gift shop yeah children's like like toy store that's that's what cracked me up is like they're going it says open too like they literally go into an open store that's apparently empty Mm -hmm. and then turn the sign around to closed and then like the two employees that maybe i guess they're employees i don't know wrapping gifts just kind of like stare blankly like close up of them at i presume the three women running into the store closing it but don't stop what they're doing or say anything. One lady's really excited about Destiny's Child being there. She's like, every there's like yeah, they true. use the same shot, but like she's like, ah, yeah. and there's like singing by her. But they're I think they're collecting toys for the kids to come in and open under the tree at the store. Like But why? Like what? the kids would have more fun doing the running around the store part. But <laughs> while also like Getting all close and grinding with dudes while while doing this. 
Like, um, and and of course, their product placement moment of their their Destiny's Child um, Barbies that were available at yes, the time. Yes, there was a Destiny's yeah, Child like Barbies early, like start off right away with that close up of like, look at our Barbies. Yeah, um, blowing bubbles everywhere. But like, it's like these kids are waiting outside to watch like Beyonce and Kelly like grinding with guys. Like they're trying to shop, and these guys are like, "What's up, girl? What's up? What you?" Oh, and meanwhile, they're like picking out like puzzles and random board games, talking about how like their their boy that they love got them a Mercedes <laughs> and um what's it like jeans and a shirt. And I'm trying to remember what all the things were that they got on their eight but days. But you kids are getting something off the dollar wall. <laughs> yep. Um. But but they're <laughs> but to tie this into last holiday. Um. But like their number one gift though was quality T I M E quality time is what they gave. And isn't that the greatest gift? And in a sense, that's what last holiday gave to Queen Latifah. I mean, she didn't get a lot of money out of it, but still. So um. Yeah. Like the greatest. But like the Mercedes was number two. But number one. Like fellas or anybody in relationship out there, quality T I M E is your number one gift. So Mercedes, <laughs> put that on the back burner, late. And ladies, if you don't get it or anybody don't get a Mercedes, blame that song because your men thought they can get away with just giving you quality some. T-I-M-E. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Well, this actually it falls into the line of like the hip hop, the the theme of like a lot of hip hop songs and uh, R and B and stuff back then was like basically like naming off things you own or can buy with a lot of money like that was a lot of like the cash money millionaires the no it was like all their lyrics were about what they own and this is like the christmas song fitting perfectly into that culture of the time because that's what i mean it was like the bling and all that stuff it was like look at at all these things i got look at all these that was that was the lyrical direction that things were going in like look i'm flashy and famous and i replaced my teeth with gold or something back in the day but yeah there, that um, was, that's the substance of a lot of the lyrics. That Destiny's Child's like other song, they they weren't all that, but the direction of this song fits in with that mold. Yeah, well, I mean, it tried to blend the like both the the wealth aspect and the sweet and sensitive in its own way. Right. I guess by like putting quality. To, I mean, it's kind of almost like um, even though it's not a Christmas song, the like um ariana grande song like seven rings or whatever it's like the antithesis of that song very which is like her song seven rings like i want it i bought it like for ourselves she's talking about like all the diamonds in the bling mm. meanwhile this like christmas mm. one is like my boy got me <laughs> diamond rings and this and that so it just it's like it's her like ariana grande's is more of like i'll get my own stuff because i can and this song is like the person i love got me all this stuff for christmas um meanwhile they're shopping for children apparently or or stealing for children or i don't know did they rent out the toy store i mean I, yeah I, yeah it's a yeah it's a conflict of song interests video interests attire interest like a lot of things mixing yeah. that weren't really going together but they do on in a way but but it worked um my favorite moment though is at the very end they're like sitting in front of a tree and then it's like right before they all hug or right like before or after they all hug i think it's right before like beyonce like basically like 
hugs like a gold like bobble ornament and like she just turns away and like smiles like holding it next to her head or like you really love that gold like bobble like in your hands right there like just big smile like just like holds it next to the tree like it's on the hanging on the tree just like go look at that little moment i don't know why it just stuck out to me at the very end i was like why did she just turn her head to like touch this ornament and smile next to her? like leans in and smiles next to this just like big round gold orb ornament like okay um and then they're all like hugging and laughing with the kids around them so i mean it does feel like christmas i guess like the carousel outside yeah yeah i mean that's very sweet um don't know why that was in there like the carousel in there because you don't see them go to it it just cuts to like them on the carousel then back in the store grinding on men and then uh yeah it's just it's it's you know actually it just made me um, reminded me of um i don't know if you've watched the other two on hbo that tv show Mm -mm. Okay, um, so like just shorthand is basically it's almost like a parody or satire of kind of like a Justin Bieber type character, like a child. Okay. like. Um, but there's a scene where like he's still like, you know, 14, 15 or whatever. He's young and they set him up for a music video. And then one of the oh, spoilers, um, one of the backup dance can't be in there. The sister tries to jump into it mm-hmm. and um, she finds out that the dance is like grinding on her brother um and it's just weird so that tv show when i'm sitting there with like kids but instead of like the kids being the one like getting an adult grinding on them it's like kids watching like adults grind on each other so it just kind of odd parallel but it just made me like momentarily think of that while watching this video again going like this is so bizarre but I guess that is just a common thing that happens right? Um, in, in hip-hop videos. like. But then I feel like hip-hop videos and like, or those style of videos back then used to have like children, like skilled children, like break dancers and other things in yeah. those videos when you know that there was also some of that more... Ri- and again, we say like grinding, like it's really inappropriate. It's not in this it's video. Not. It's not like no. they're doing anything like over... But it is It is more romantic, sensual Um that it just it would be weird if you it, like if you wouldn't do it at a school elementary school dance then like that should be like your thing and i wouldn't want to dance with somebody the way they did in that video at like a middle school dance right right um, yeah. but again they weren't doing anything like out of line or anything weird it just was just odd under the circumstances no, it's not lewd it's just it's just like yeah. to, to those guys in this video know your room know the room yeah but, just, yeah like it's kind of like you guys Let's cool it. Let's wait till we get done with this toy thing, and then we'll go party or something. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I really want to know what the what the concept meeting was for this video, though. Just like why they thought, like why they thought setting it in a children's toy store was fitting. Um, like again, I get it, but then why then add the men with them? Mm-hmm. But then they're singing about the men. So that part makes sense. So the children's toy store just doesn't unless it's supposed to be like the feeling that you get from this relationship is the feeling that a child gets on Christmas morning. And that like that, that, that sense of like playful wonder, like maybe, maybe they were trying to do that. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I do, I do know the person behind the director is uh, Sanaa Hamri. Who uh, she did? She's currently directing Wheel of Time on Amazon oh. Prime. She's done episodes of American Horror Story, Empire, Shameless, Elementary, 
Glee, um, and music videos for Mariah Carey, other Destiny's Child music videos, and she's the director of Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 2. So she doesn't really have like a heavy hip-hop influence aside from uh, her Destiny's Child stuff. Her Mariah Carey stuff wasn't very hip-hop stuff, so it's no. not like I'm just kind of... I feel like we're playing a little too loose with the word hip hop for this well, song. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. just because, like, they think they did it, there's really nothing hip hop y about this song, nor even the dancing in it. Because there isn't really dancing. It's just them, like, playfully running through a toy store aisles and then close ups of them with their men. So it, it's, it's, it's pop. It's pop. It's yeah, it's, it's, it's more pop. I was, I was, my, my, I think I said hip hop in reference to like the lyrical direction. Yeah. And yeah, we yeah, just yeah. kind of kept hanging on that word where it's just, it's, it's a straight up pop song. But yeah. yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I, it's just, I mean, I get where the elements, and there is still kind of that like beat to it. I mean, it's a catchy song. It's fun to like put on. But yeah, that video is a trip of just like, what is going on here? <laughs> Who approved that? I mean, I'm I'm partially wondering because I did go back and like freeze frame it a few times, like at the Barbie scene. I was like, I wonder if they said it in the toy store just mm-hmm. to justify placing product placement of the dolls because like if they were at like a jewelry store or something it might not work but you know they could have said it in like a large department store but maybe that was just too large but if they done like a department store you do have like a clothing section a jewelry section a kids section so yeah i don't know i don't know what it is but i'm wondering if because i feel like the 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 shot of their toys like the destiny's child branded toy was like right at the point because they like to say their name in their songs like mm-hmm. like they do in independent women and other things um like i feel like the toy that shot comes like right at the moment when like that line of destiny's child like plays too yeah. so i mean it, it all i mean there was definitely thought behind this whole video i'm not saying they just kind of just film stuff and saw what happens. I mean, it seemed very planned. It just was like, who thought of the plan? I really want to know. Yeah, it could have been it could have been that carousel before. And then they were like, you know what? We got these dolls coming out. There's a toy store yeah. right over there. Let's just raid that. And I don't yeah. who knows? But um I mean, yeah. It's a good it, time either way. Did it make it feel like Christmas? Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean their costumes were cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I was I was traumatized by this album Um, (laughs) working in retail, having I when I was in high school for a year, I worked at Toys R Us. And then, of course, notoriously in college, I've been talking recently about Circuit City. So Christmas music and I can be not your friends. But when this came out, my store manager took the CD and put this in like the stereo system right by my department and wanted on like repeat all day. And this is not a very long Christmas album. It runs like at 28 minutes. Like it's over and over and I got sick of it and I would stop it and I would change it out with a different Christmas. He's like, where'd the Disney show won't go? I'm like, Oh, I changed it. It played through a couple times. We don't change. We don't take that one out. I'm like, why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing it? Like, it was over and over. And there was one song on there that I don't know what the hell, what holiday spirit it was, but I I believe the chorus went, uh, I got your back on Christmas Day. I got your back, got your back, got your back on Christmas. I'm like, what kind of Christmas you going to? I mean, what kind of holiday spirit is that? I know know things happen, but 
wow, someone wrote a song about that. Like, I got your back on Christmas Day. I was like, what? What? <laughs> what? 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 Who goes into Christmas hoping you have someone's back? And so, like, it's going down here. But John McClane on Die Hard. That's who wants your back on Christmas. Yes. Day. That's who wanted my back on Christmas Day. But yeah, always weird. And I just got tired. And the next year, he wanted that album played again. I'm like, you're not over here all day, man. It is obnoxious. It's, if it was an hour album, cool. But it is 28 minutes. And, oh, it, no. and it is just... So I'm sorry, Beyonce. But yeah. This, yeah, this yeah. is the last time I touch it for a long time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Talking yeah. about this. But yeah, this one is a, has terrorized me like crazy but i'm not a yeah i had a yeah, well my mother like big christmas music enthusiast and i just cannot like when i um worked at toys r us it was it was over for like as i'm like if i'm in the car we're not listening to christmas music and if if and when i was in college too i was like Mm-mm, do not play it in the house when i come home because <laughs> i'm just i've heard it enough so yeah Dang. well that would that would do it for me i'm trying to think if there's any christmas music that did that for me i mean my go-to christmas music now is um for the longest time it was celine dion's christmas album okay and then um and now like kelly clarkson has given us the world two glorious albums now so i mean I love both of those. And um, Jessica Simpson's I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus is one of my like favorite Christmas songs ever because the dance break and the power ballad that becomes, I've never heard it as a power ballad until Jessica Simpson came in. And like, yeah, I I do like my own personal kick line when that song comes on. I will say I I like Ingrid Michaelson's Christmas contributions. Oh. Yeah. So I am I'm very warm to her. Uh and then uh I have been recommended recently the apparently the Bare Naked Ladies have a good Christmas album. Did so, not know that. So apparently their Christmas album's really good. So I'm looking into maybe checking that one out. Like they do well, I noticed they have the Grinch on there. They do the Grinch song. So that could be interesting. That's fun. But yeah. So um yeah, that that'll do it for uh this this week on the show. Uh Greg Thank you so much for coming on the show, dude. Celebrating the Christmas week with me and the listeners. So, um, before we head out, uh, where can people keep up with you over the holidays? Social media at the McGoonies, or you can go to my website, gregmagoon.com. I respond to direct messages or Facebook or all of the above. Um, or you can go to my website and email me. People do that, um, and it works. So, yeah, find me there and all my other stuff <laughs> all right uh and i'm on twitter and instagram at brandon 4 kuhd written work on whitesoblue.com i'm gonna be taking off a couple of weeks here for the holidays uh, but i will return soon enough so until then like merry christmas uh happy boxing day happy new year kwanzaa if you're celebrating something that's healthy and brings you peace of mind happy one to you and as always stay film positive Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Alsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. 
Additional information on this and other episodes at brandonpetershow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at brandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.